um, I just packed my van up and just drove over and we got it on the way. Mm. Uh, but it was kind of everything we wanted. Yeah, it was amazing. And at the time I'd bought a business, a little cafe. And across the road. Yeah, across the road we got the house. And yeah, from there, that's kind of like the birth of Cold Nips. Yeah. Man. I want to the story. <laughs> Welcome back to Switched On, a platform for mob like you and me who are looking to learn and grow from life experiences in order to fulfill one's potential, becoming more switched on in the process. Enjoy the episode. Feel good. Yo, Bubba. Mate, how are we going? Mate, very good as always. Um, <laughs> I know we're going to laugh about that, but... Uh, mate, I'm I'm up and about as I say every week. So um, yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm very good. I'm excited because we got some pretty special guests uh, in the house that are creating, I guess, some pretty big movements over here in WA. So and over east, yes, and over east and down south and well, nearly everywhere. So it's going to be. Um, I'm 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 very excited, mate. It's been in the works for a while too. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm Kane as well, man. And we, like, without further ado, we will welcome Ryan and Gian, the two co-founders of Cold Nips, which is an ice-breaking Australia-wide community movement open to anyone and everyone. And we'll explain a lot more of what that goes into. But lads, how are we this morning? We're good. Yeah, really good, man. We're stoked to be here. Yeah, super happy to be here. We didn't uh, mention this before the potty, but like, I know like we haven't done like a two co-host kind of thing. It's not often just been the one, but I guess when we ask the questions like, Whoever wants to go first, it's like, yes, go for it. But, yeah. um, Sweet. Yeah. We usually balance it pretty well. Yeah, we've <laughs> yeah. had some practice. Or, and we'll also jump in on each other and yeah. you know, interrupt. Yeah. But. Absolutely, go for it. But um, Finish each other's sentences. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> like cool, a married man. couple over here. <laughs> Literally, even the farting part. <laughs> <laughs> we'll kick it off with the first question. What did you lads do this morning to get switched on? Ooh, um, to be honest, I'm actually feeling under the weather so i woke up super early um with my missus um we were both awake and we just went for a walk down by the river and we found this cool spot under the bridge and yeah we just sat there and sort of took in in the port for a while and and then yeah we're both feeling pretty tired so we went back and we were just laying in bed so nothing like super um I don't know, optimizing really. But that little walk was perfect. Yeah, it never has to be like optimizing. I feel like in like the life of, like at yeah. the moment is like optimization, mm. Dr. Hoopman. Like <laughs> yeah, fully. I definitely get lost in that. Um, probably live in my own echo chamber of it. <laughs> yeah. What about you, bro? Yeah, funny enough, I didn't have my normal routine either, which I, I lately have been really like focusing on meditating and getting at least 15 minutes of it. Yeah. Um, but I ran out of time this morning. So just straight <laughs> in the cold shower. Um, I usually give myself an hour as well to get ready. I only had half an hour, but quick cold shower and just some fruit, some like high vibe um, nutrients and here we are. And a cinnamon scroll down set. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, bros. <laughs> <laughs> Before we touch on me and you, what do you normally do then? Like what? If you're feeling 100% mm. and you get your hour, what's what's in that? Um, it varies slightly, but like I like to get straight up, either have a cold shower or go for a walk, get the body moving. Um, like Gian, I like to meditate as well. I've been using the Waking Up app. And then, yeah, either depending on what my day is, I'll either get straight into work or I'll go hit a workout, um, get some protein in as well, usually have some eggs. Yeah, that's basically it. Yep. Mm, mine's real precise so <laughs> i give myself an hour straight up i have a um, saucepan on the stove and i put 
my three eggs in there. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the three egg guy as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, seven minute timer once it's boiled and I meditate for those seven <laughs> minutes <laughs> and then straight up. And then while they're cooling down, I go to the toilet, have a quick shower and then I eat eggs and a grapefruit. Sick. And and that's usually it. Like, And usually try not get on the phone until like I'm leaving the house. It's just yeah. like, yeah, Zen time. So I was just a bit like, what's going on? Because like normally I do like, like get yeah, three eggs as well. And I'll literally like put on my watch like seven minutes. Yes. Go over the cold shower, come back out and like this and then carry on from there. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, this is happening. <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? A little hack. <laughs> it's, just, it's rule of seven. Um, yeah. I find if I like the, the quick, I also put my phone outside of my room. Um, so I have to jump out of bed to turn the alarm off. Yeah. Um, cause otherwise I just get stuck in bed. It's, it's like, you're always tired in the morning, no matter what I find. Yeah. That's B anyway. It's no, not it's like great getting yeah, into it. Like, what do you, Bubba? Uh, mate, I <laughs> didn't change it up. I went for, I'm the same. I went for a little walk this morning, come back, jumped into, I only did five minutes, um, of my meditation, cold shower, and then pretty much, oh, I had to get some washing sorted actually, which I don't normally do, but, and then on my way here, but. Yeah, it was good. Um, I guess I'm enjoying the. I'm diving more and more into meditation, but I'm trying to like segment it up. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm like doing little bits in the morning, and then like try and do one around lunch, and then one in the afternoon as well. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll just do the straight morning. So, but that's mm. so that was a little change, and it's it's been good though. I like it. Good stuff, mate. Yeah. What about you? I. I think I set the alarm for six, got up, joggers on, went for me run. Just been getting, been getting a lot more into that lately. And um, it was a good one, actually. Just like, I think I just either had, no, I had a potty on. Um, is it listening to James Smith or Ned Brockman for a bit? And then as soon as I get home, have a shower. And then I see that, like, oh, there's a notification from Ned, like, just on his story. And, like, he'd just gone back in to do his 100Ks and was like... This man's different, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I think I've just done 12. <laughs> it's like, it's on 100 at that 512 pace. Like, brother. Yeah, solid. Oh, he's inspiring you. That's why. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can yeah. inside that again. He's got the hat. He's got the book. He's got everything. <laughs> yes. Just about finished the book. That's sick, book. man. And it's a good book you recommend. Yeah, 100%. It's just like, I think those guys that are like your Aussie personalities, it's just relatable in a way that you can just like bring into your own life or like, especially when he's talking about starting in Perth. And it was just like I think it was like a couple of chapters ago. He was mentioning that it was went, went to one of the um, one of the many cafes in Fremantle and like just started talking to the, all the baristas and they're just like, oh, what are you what have you been up to? Where are you from? Like, oh, I'm over east here to run across Australia. And they just look at him like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, crazy. It was yeah. such an epic adventure and yeah, yeah. just the currents. Hey, oh, it's insane. Makes, then, me, makes me want to do some crazy shit, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now he's doing the um the Goggins chin up challenge oh, it's not, it? it's not yeah. even Goggins like there's a guy I think that have like Goggins did like 4,000 and the record which is actually um, Cam Haynes son he did like 8,000 in 24 hours yeah this is going to try break <laughs> I guess Goggins really popularised it with his yeah. name and variety yeah yeah, 100% it, it was really cool with Nettie when I think about it like obviously the physical feat of what he did but how Australia like just came together yeah as like a community and then like to see at um uh, it was Bondi, hey? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Mm. And just see like hundreds, thousands of people out there just cheering him on. It was sick. Cool to see. Mate, that is a uh, great segue actually <laughs> going into the aspect of community and we'll get there at, like well, in a second, but yep. we'd love to dive into a bit more about you lads. Um, Pre-cold nips, 
pre what you like your endeavors at the moment. Um, how do you sort of get into the space now? Like, how did we get into where we are now? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess we've got different stories with it. Mm. Mine ultimately came from like a deep personal search. You know, I was always seeking something more out of life and like, to be honest, more well-being. I think like I've struggled a lot with mental health and being displaced, not having purpose and stuff like that. And yeah, I have a deep curiosity for the human condition, like for myself, how I can optimize, how I can feel better. And yeah, I was just cute. Like, you know, I saw Wim Hof stuff. Um, I feel like I've always like been searching and yeah, just in terms of like the cold water swimming and then relating to cold nips, like I just went started went started swimming in the morning at sunrise and just started feeling amazing. And that started like delving into all of those things, which led on to like alternative ways of, of living, meditation, movement, breath work, all that kind of stuff. Um, I would say, yeah, that's like the biggest driving factor. And just that I had like a shit quality of life you know, and a lack of community. So, yeah. Before we touch mm. on yourself, can mm. we dive into that? For sure, I, bro, yeah. Because I know how, like, spiritual you are and mm. we're sort of, this year's probably been a bit of a dive into that for myself, especially. But where did it, where did that fascination or where did it start? Like, what was that, that one moment that you're like, nah, I want to dive into myself more. I want to change, you know, my life and my journey. I think it's always been there, bro. Yeah. I just think that I, I think you get lost along the way. And when you're in those like moments of feeling super lost, doesn't make sense. But like looking back, it makes heaps of sense. Even like all the different jobs, like all the different downfalls, all the trip ups and the roadblocks, they're just moments of experience that allow me to be more relatable to other people and see where, where I need to grow and where people like need, more or where they need parts of society that don't serve them like they need something that gives them more fills them up um can you tell me what your question was again sort of where did where was that like one moment where you just wanted to dive in and, and mm. find more about yourself because you see like people have that that one thing that i guess mm. was like the biggest challenge they had or they had to overcome this and that's mm. what their transformation journey was so um like for example like um like our bosses, like his dad passed away, yep. um, took his own life and then went through things. And then that was that one moment where like sparked happiness co. Mm. So like, just like things like that. I don't think it was like one big thing for me. It yep. was like multiple, multiple mm -hmm. things, you know, multiple, like it's growing towards something. Yeah, fully. Um, and like, I'm so thankful now when I think about it, like my ever, um, uh, fascination with like delving into things and being like curious and continually being curious or like about myself like philosophy spirituality alternative ways of living and stuff like that but yeah like I think it, getting so lost in like hedonistic pleasure like drugs alcohol women treadmill all of that yeah dude yeah. and like at the start you know a part of its culture and, and, and then you like hook into it and it makes you feel good and then you start to like not feel good. Three you know, months later, it's like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. And like that went on for years, you know, back and forth, like maybe a good decade at least. Um, and you just slowly start to like realize that this isn't serving you. Um, and you trip up and, you know, and then you like recenter and recalibrate and then you trip up 
and then you recenter and recalibrate. And there were moments when like it was like not that great for sure. Um, but I wouldn't say there's like one big moment. Yeah. 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 But you took your time, found the gap, looked at mm. what worked for you and then well, obviously worked and then looked yep. how you could like spread that to others. Fully, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I'm, I'm still learning. I think it's yeah. like a lifelong journey. Um, one thing that's really hitting home for me is like uh, you teach most what you need to learn. And mm. I feel like for me, everything that I'm doing is because I needed to learn it my most. Like I'm the one who needs the community the most. I'm the one who needs genuine connection the most. I need these like these um, alternative ways of living and like practices like meditation, mindfulness, awareness, like moving, healthy living and stuff like that because they make me feel centered and they make me feel like they make me act as my best version. Epic. Mm, Thanks, Ryan. Funny too, yeah, like like from an outside point of, point of view, um, like all these things looking back on, you can like accumulate them together and understand why. But then I guess, yeah, like as we progress into the cold nip story, there was no plan mm. there was no like oh i know all, like oh i've been working on all these things and i'm here and it's time to pass it on like yeah we'll share it more but it's kind of mm. just like fell there it just happened yeah it just mm. fell into your lap yeah. yeah and then it's like oh, hang on that's that's why because yeah. or that's got us to where we are yeah i guess thanks yeah. for sharing that ryan but um yeah jian what about um, yourself man yeah my my story well first off it's jian just jian I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's a hard <laughs> one. It's it's hard. Um, my story, th- yeah, I guess, throws back to my childhood. Um, I grew up in Byron Bay and I had like somewhat quite an alternative lifestyle. Like if you, I don't know, if you throw Byron Bay out there, you kind of maybe think like hippie, free-spirited, like that kind that to the most degree was my, my upbringing. I was like the naked little boy running down the beach. Um <laughs> So I got to like experience, <laughs> yeah, literally, um, grew up super connected to nature. I went to a Steiner school, which it has a different curriculum. Um, it's, it's all around creativity and, um, you don't learn to read until grade four. Is it similar to like Montessori or? Yeah. 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 yeah pretty, pretty much. Um, so I had that childhood growing up until I was 10 and then I moved to Sydney and, um, only recently, like I've really delved into this, like how that played a shift, I guess, into who I am and what I want to do with my life is. Yeah, I was kind of in a bubble and then I was thrust when my parents chose to move to Sydney into the inner city. And I kind of like, it was so different. I saw that disparity and I I saw a lot of, um, yeah, like struggle or people not living the way that they wanted to. And I had this free flowing, like nature connected, creative life. And then I all of a sudden like had to catch the bus to school instead of like either walking or getting driven. I had to like sit down at a desk and and these are all like normal things that people like, that's a part of life, but I had to, yeah, um, you're in a different environment, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw that. And then I don't know, I've always had like a, somewhat of like a deep sense of like being able to empathize, empathize and see in others. And I saw struggle and difficulty and I'm like, this, there's more to life than this. Um, we're, we're designed to like, to, to be as humans and to enjoy. And I saw the struggle. So I don't know, for me, I've always had a deep calling of wanting to have an impact or inspire or influence people positively. But the journey to get there, and I'm still very much on it. Um, yeah, that was that just kind of happened, mm. and it went through a lot of different routes and avenues of like, yeah, to to get there, and and it's still happening for sure. When you were placed in that new environment, how did you find like were you still able to be yourself, or like were you kind of influenced by 
a lot of the structures around you, do you think? 100%, yeah. I was influenced massively. I remember always trying, like, I was always weird, different. Like, yeah. I used to ride my bike to school in Sydney, which was like 10K. So I'd do 20K every day because I was just like, wanted the adventure because that's mm. what I was used to, whereas all the other kids caught the bus. And then I was, yeah, always like, I don't know, the one climbing trees and like, like or a lot of kids do. But yeah, as opposed to playing video games, although I ended up playing a lot of video games. Yeah. <laughs> so was that... From when you moved to Sydney, how old were you? I was 10. 10. And then when you finished school at 18? Yep. So do you, how big of a change was that eight years? Like, I would say over time, like, I kind of fell into the flow of, like, what most people were doing. And at, like, 18, I was doing the things that most 18-year-olds were doing. Um, and I and to somewhat, yeah, like could say got conditioned but it was also like it's the culture and it's what everyone did um you know we're all trying to to some degree fit in mm -hmm. um to f feel like we belong somewhere um but that doesn't always like match in with who we are yeah i don't know most people maybe can relate to that um so i'd like i guess i kind of to some degree and at different moments in, in my early 20s i lost who i who i was that like yeah like more free-spirited younger john um, to try and fit in and do things and like, yeah, going back to, I guess that's where curiosity similar to Ryan, like kept evolving from was like, I want to, I, I not want to like find myself, but want to like, there's more to life. I think we both really agree that we have that, like, and you spoke about it. Like there's more, there's more to this life than, mm. than I don't know, like feeling like you're just existing. Mm -hmm. It's like we're meant to thrive and, and, and be able to be our, ourselves, our best selves. So, yeah. yeah. Beautifully sense. said. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't, like, there's a few similarities, obviously, in, in your own unique ways, but I was just curious. It's like, when was the first time that you guys actually met? Mm, it's a good story. Good yeah. story. <laughs> um, we actually met in 2014. Um, 15. Was it 15? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, 2015 <laughs> in uh, Berlin. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were both in a hostel and, like, different people boozing partying um i was pretty lost at that point as well and yeah we bumped into each other in a hostel i was traveling with a dude he was traveling with a dude and we went and checked out this like abandoned theme park it's called spree park in berlin mm. and um yeah super eerie and we basically spent like 24 hours 36 hours together and then we just stayed in contact well, not really like we got we were friends on facebook mm. um and then yeah, you kept traveling, you went home and you can tell your part of that story. But I guess from my perspective was like, you got deeply inspired by like being away. Um, and yeah. then I know you wanted to. Wanted I think for both of us, yeah. that was a real pivotal point because um, to some degree, yeah, we were both lost in like finding ourselves um, and yeah, doing things that didn't align truly with us. Um, and then I, I went home. It was, it was like that standard trip that I reckon if it call out to you, every person should do. It's the like classic Australian summer where you go and you just, I don't know, I spent three months drunk and just <laughs> having... In Europe. Yeah, yeah Europe. Europe, Europe summer, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and just having a good time. And, and I looked back at that and it was a sick time. But then when I got home, I'm like, uh, it didn't quite satisfy like my desire to... to to explore new cultures and see places, you know, I spent half the time in a nightclub, mm. um, yeah, being intoxicated. <laughs> um, so I, I, yeah, that led me into wanting to go back to Europe and doing a different style of trip. Um, yeah, which I did. And then, and then Ryan, you went to London. Yeah. Right? So I went to London after that and ended up living in London for two years and we kept 
kept in contact. Um, but we both like grew. So like when I got to London, it was when for the first time in my life I had all this like room and space to grow and be whoever I wanted to be without the preconceived notions of like my friends before me who like we were all just partying and drinking and um yeah and it was really good for me like got into like health and fitness and nutrition and at that time changed my diet up and went plant-based um yeah and I guess on that self-development route and and starting to like finally seek more out of life and like I was like doing acting courses and all kinds of different stuff doing extra work and like working in bars and street food. It was super fun time. Um, and I remember being inspired because we were chatting at this point, yeah, like maybe starting a little regular like every month yeah. or so and being inspired by, yeah, like Ryan's pursuit of like a different life. So it was just catch-ups like, oh, man, what have you been up to? Yeah, super uh, loose. Super like, brief, yeah. yeah. And then you came back to Europe um, with a pretty crazy idea and, and then we linked up like it would have been a year and a half, two years later when we saw each other again in London. Yeah. I what, by chance? No, no, oh, no. no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, organized. Yeah, organized. Yeah. Organized, yeah. 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 I, I, I had a, <laughs> I started a blog and I wanted to, uh, and, and an Instagram and stuff and I called it the limitless ones and I wanted to show that we're all limitless and we can do anything. Um, so like my first stint of that, I wanted to travel the world forever, that, that dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I hitchhiked Europe for five months and lived off 10 euros a day. What? Um, and I documented it all. And yeah, that's a whole lot. Is that still around? Uh, no, it's not. Because oh, it I did it with an ex and um, oh. yeah, we went different ways afterwards. Does the Instagram still exist? Uh, yeah, but without photos. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So I think, Ryan, you saw me doing that and the, the trip ended in London. So after five months and that for me was like, like yeah i could do a whole podcast on what i learned <laughs> through that adventure <laughs> um it was incredible and very difficult um but amazing and yeah you saw that ryan and we mm. um when i was in london we linked up and went and got a coffee and realized that we like both had grown in a different style but in the same direction mm. and then that's when we like really i feel like connected we like yeah, got sure. coffee and then we went to the gym or something and yeah 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 but yeah, like you said, like I think we realized we, we had grown in the same direction and we both realized that we wanted more out of life. Yeah. Um, and so there was a link. And then again, we only spent like a couple of days together while you're in London and then you went off and then it wasn't. And Three like, years later. Yeah. Three years later that um, we saw each other again. But I, I didn't, I didn't, like, and we've spoken about this, like, you meet people in your life and you kind of just know that mm. whether it ends up happening or not, but you get, like, this sense of some, we're going to do something together or we're meant to do something together because you have similar values deep down. That's what I felt. Yeah, it, for sure. Um, without knowing, it's easier looking back yeah, and saying yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Um, and, yeah, three years later, I got home from traveling, so I traveled for another three years um, trying to explore the world and do <laughs> what I was doing. <laughs> Um, and I got home and I was, I was, I was, went back to like the family home. And at that point it was in Victoria and just felt like, again, like I'd grown so much, but everyone around me kind of, you know, were doing Stayed the same stagnant. Things. Yeah. 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 Um, so I hit up Ryan and well, you suggested it too. Like, why don't you, why don't you come over to Perth? It's amazing here. And I was like, all right, let's go. West is yeah. best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 You literally, I remember you got back from Canada um, and you were home for a day and then you flew to Perth. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, Come and tested the waters for <laughs> a couple of weeks and I instantly, yeah, f like felt it. There was something special here. 
Um, Ryan had been selling it to me for like a couple <laughs> months, but it, there was, and and just us being together, it really felt like, yeah, it felt like something. Without knowing where it was going to go, something was going to happen. Mm. Yeah, we were just keen to. We were like, oh, we should live together, do something together, and then it wasn't long after that, maybe six months, when you'd actually decided to move to Perth, and we were actually living together. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, we got a house in Frio, like right in the middle, big old house. Mm. Um, it was like five days before I got here because I drove. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just packed my van <laughs> up and just drove over and we got it on the way. Mm. Uh, but it was kind of everything we wanted. Yeah, it was amazing. And at the time I'd bought a business, I was a little cafe. and across I was, the road. Yeah, across the road we got the house. And yeah, from there, that's kind of like the birth of Cold Nips. Yeah. Man. I want to... the story. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just sitting here like... <laughs> I, was looked, I looked over at your face at one, pa- at one point. He was like... Duh. I'm just like... One, just the back of my head is Tom is travel, travel, travel. I'm just like, I need to travel. I need to, I need to do this so I can get away from you and meet some good people. But, but now, nah, like... I just wanted to go back to that conversation in London. Like, can you remember, like... You said, like, you obviously reflecting now it's like my values connected like what we wanted to get out of life like can you like remember that sense of like walking away from that or after that three days like man i just feel like this is just going to grow and and get something like was there a moment or was it just like there was definitely a moment when we sat down and we had um we had food or coffee or whatever we had and we were just like talking about life i remember we were talking about diet and stuff like that and there was like a lot of um like synergy and a lot of like just like-mindedness and uh yeah yeah i don't remember specifically hey i just like i remember going to the gym after and, and uh, yeah and that stands out a bit more but not specific conversations yeah no i remember like briefly what we were talking about um mm. and it was just you traveling the world and we were just talking more in like a dreamer based like we both had like the I don't want to say, like naivety, but also like drive and passion and knowing that there was something more out there. Yeah. And what came to me too just then is um, we, we like shared a lot of what we wanted. So like mm. y- you inspired me massively because um, I, I went plant-based after that. So I was inspired by your way of living, I guess, your mm. lifestyle and then also um, wanting to, to get into acting and such. Mm. So I think like the the special thing that existed there was like our openness in conversation. Like we shared a lot and so we connected on it and that kind of like left an imprinting, yeah, an imprint that lasted, you know, the three years for us to stay in contact. I was hoping to get into that because I guess that's what builds relationships is the the openness, the literally like, I don't know how many, how often you two would be reflect. Like I'm sitting here like, it's like you two are just like, you know, reflecting on the journey together. Like, I don't know how often you do that, but, you know, the openness, the vulnerability, the connection that that must have brought you, like, which, which it did, that's what's so important, right? And it's not just in, you know, with you, with your mates, but I actually had a conversation with one of our mates that we had on the podcast, Egan, and um, we were talking about, because we both like, sit here, we interview people, mm-hmm. and it's like we have better connections or we get deeper in conversation with people we have on the podcast and we do with our best mates. Like, because you never just sit there and, and open up and have that conversation and, like, you, you've met each other three times before that and you've just gone, sat there two hours, gone, done gym session, hung out for three days. Like, you know, like, I think that's pretty special. 
for sure, bro. I think you're really getting to the heart of like genuine connection, yeah. and it's something that we've experienced a lot with with cold nips and and other things that we're doing. And to be honest, l- had more clarity around recently um, from the help of of another friend and just our experiences. And when you open yourself up and you ask a more like deeply piercing question and you come from an authentic place you allow yourself the opportunity to like really connect with another human being but it takes a bit of like vulnerability and a bit of a bit of risk Um, but there's so much beauty in that and it's harder to do it with people that you've known longer yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Mm, it actually is, yeah. I think we get, because we're creatures of habit and we get stuck in like a cycle. Um, I know I'm like that with a lot of close friends too. Even like we now get like that because yeah. there's so much going on. Like we don't ask the deep questions that we like, yeah, even that we try and hold ourselves to. Mm. Um, but when we do, like we had a sick conversation yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that just connection and like magic comes back to life. Um, but I don't know what's them for me too in that combo. Was it Stefan? The, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. Um, he brought up to it's when we talk about on the retreat, like the, uh, the term vulnerability and like saying like we should be more vulnerable with others. I like to rephrase it as like courageous with others. Cause oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. like a, like a vulnerable animal and these are more his words. A vulnerable animal is like something that could possibly be in danger or be hurt. Right. But we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be like, at the point of like being hurt if we're going to express ourselves openly although it can put us in there it's actually courageous it's, mm. and it's inviting other people to like also meet you there mm. so like, I don't uh, know no, I like looking at, yeah. at it like that for sure yeah and I mean we hit we I think we've talked about in the pod a couple of times like the aspect of being vulnerable just like actually how to do it I think it's just like chipping away at this like tr- uh, like trying and trying and trying again um, and being placed in like those environments like similar to what you're doing, you guys are doing tomorrow at that Chili Willies, like mm. having the men's circle afterwards and giving them the opportunity to actually like, and the space to, yeah. to open up. It's, it's fascinating, man. I think there's a real art to vulnerability, especially with men. I do think for, for, for females, it comes easier. Um, I think within the nature of, of men, whether you want to admit it or not, like there's just always, there's always a like natural, like sizing up and there's like a, Oh, who's this dude? Especially if you, like, you don't go to some random guy and you just, like, divulge all of your darkest secrets, you know? Um, it takes time to build that, that like, safety to really be vulnerable. I guess that's the beauty of, like, when you go to a men's circle or a retreat or something like that is, like, the first thing is to, like, create that connection and create that safety. And then over time, like, you can r- really, like, allow yourself to open up. But you don't, like you don't just open up straight away. It doesn't mean that you can't be like super humble. You can't be like super open. Like I want to be like super open right now, but there's also things that I wouldn't say, mm. you know, um, like my darkest like things that I keep to me or that I've maybe spoken to a few people about. Um, and I find it fascinating. I think it's a really interesting conversation when a lot of the time I think society is like, be more vulnerable, be more vulnerable. And it's like, yeah, but like, like learn the art of vulnerability and like who to do it with and maybe like go to places where it's safe and learn how to connect with another human being first yeah Mm. i think that's so important yeah (laughs) Yeah. like it's finding the people that you can actually trust right Mm. because like like yeah you're not gonna sit on here and talk (laughs) about your darkest deep secrets that you know anyone can get a hold of or whatever but it's 
being brave enough to do it with the people that you care about. So obviously, mm. you two can can do that together very well. Mm. For sure, yeah. There's like different levels of vulnerability, and and it's a paradox. Like there's there's so much power in vulnerability. It's like not it's not to say like don't be vulnerable. Like I think like all of my greatest power comes from me being vulnerable, especially like if I'm. So I'll tell a story. Like when I was starting Chili Willies, like the men's thing, um, I like shortly after starting it, I went through like a really dark period and I was like going through all of this like shame and guilt of like, how am I meant to like be like, quote unquote, like leading these men or whatever. Um, when like, I can't do this in my life and I can't do that. And that wasn't my, like, that wasn't what I, what I, it didn't matter. It was just me being able to get up there and be like, Hey, like this is what's going on in my life. You know what I mean? um and and like and owning it and like and i found so much beauty in that and so many people related to to those things um and i just found that yeah it, it made me stronger as a, as, a, as a person and and people connected with that more mm. 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 and then i guess on mm. the other side lots of <laughs> <laughs> on the other side of that is like um okay like practicing vulnerability and where to give it but also being the person that can receive it so being the receiving yeah. end um, and I almost feel like that's easier, not easier, but it's like just presenting yourself as that person uh, that can, like that person can feel safe with. It's the act of listening, like yeah. empathize. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. you're saying like, you got to like choose the right people and trust the people you tell. Yeah. I guess if more people are trusting <laughs> and, um, are open and listening, then more people will express their vulnerability yeah. and then mm. better connection. Exactly. Ryan, an idea that you kind of like put in my head when you're, when you're talking about um, that just a second ago was um, once you kind of start to open up, then the rest kind of flows through. It's kind of like floodgates, yeah. do you think? Oh, hugely, man. Yeah, especially I don't know if you guys have done a men's circle. Like when men start to open up, actually, yeah. they, they, the floodgates open and it's like they've waited their whole life for that opportunity to speak about it. Yeah. Probably one of the most like... In my, it'd be up there with one of my like most touching, transformative like experience that I've been a part of. We did one here and mm. we did it with the team at Weapon. They yeah, cool. they ran one and um, I was just like sitting there and and then I was like sixth person in and you're just hearing these stories and I was like, you know, they might be like you know, something small and this this one guy like started to really open up about challenges and everything and I'm just like he started tearing up and I'm just like man this stuff's powerful and it changed my whole perspective like i think i was going to say like something and i just f completely flipped and actually said like what was actually happening mm. in that week yep and it was just like it's so powerful and then the connection like we build after like a couple of them still message and like hey man how you going check in they come to a few events and you just like and then you just connect again yeah and it was like i don't know it was just this powerful yeah bro. thing man like that you just witness and you sit there and you take it all in and it was probably one of the times i've actually been fully like present engaged in that moment i was like man this is incredible stuff and and it needs to happen more mm. so it's like i'm so excited for um the one that's on that you that you boys are running like it's just gonna be wicked so mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes um lads could honestly keep on talking this is, is so good but i would get us Steer us back in, in, in the direction bodies here, yeah. um, <laughs> of where we we're going beforehand. Um, so you've come back to Perth, you've got Gian over, and you, had, you said you bought the cafe, you're living yeah. across the road. When, when did the brainstorm start, sort of start going as to like, okay, what, what else can we do? Well, um, 
It happened pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, at what point? Because was it the first time I came over or when I'd moved over that Ryan, like he said, was doing these morning swims? Because I remember him um, calling me before I came and you were like, oh, I've been doing these morning swims. I think you, you, I, don't yeah. know, I have the idea that you had like a challenge when you're doing a week or two weeks straight. I did. Yeah. Well, I just had like, a, I was working away at the time and I had um, 10 days off and my other best mate, Tom, uh, we had an opportunity to catch up and went for a swim early in the morning got a coffee and I was like, bro, this is super nice. Like before you start your day, um, let's do it for the next 10 days straight. Yeah. And I remember you, you yeah. saying that and I was like, oh yeah, sweet. And mm. I've always been a huge fan of cold water just like naturally. Mm. Um, yeah. Got heaps of stories. Yeah. I almost died once <laughs> actually <laughs> in Norway in an, in an ice lake from cold water. But we'll yeah. get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's always been a fascination and a love for it, I guess. And then, yeah, I was, again, like, inspired by you, man, because you were doing it. And when I moved over, we started doing it. Mm. Um, and then before I came over, I was a part of a, my best mate back in Victoria. He started a run club, um, which a, a massive part of the whole Cold Nips, like, structure and, and inspiration comes from. So Gabe's, it's called the Finisher Run Club. It's still going. Um, yeah, so I had that loose idea to start that here um and then ryan was doing the dips and then i was joining him and then we had a couple friends come with us and then yeah i remember at port beach real clearly we were like coming out of the water feeling amazing and ryan said to me like why instead of doing a run club why don't we do a dip club and then yeah that's that's yeah it's the start of it that was the start and but it wasn't until we sat on the idea um, for like for a little while, yeah. Like I was consumed by the cafe, and I think you had the space to be like, <coughs> part of me, um, to to like implement it. Yeah, I yeah. was just scooping ice creams at a, <laughs> at a, at a free metal ice cream <laughs> shop. You didn't even get a gig at the coffee shop. Oh, I was doing oh, that one, was, yeah. one day a week <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I was there like working, being creative too. But yeah, I I went that summer was was like the a friend. What's he called it? Um, salted cashew years I don't, It's random But that's what he calls Like <laughs> years of your life That's like golden yeah, right. I don't know um, Anyway Yeah And I think Having that space Allowed It still sat on I think it was for like Two months um, Of like the idea Of when to do And then one day I was just like Alright let's just do it Made an Instagram um, We didn't We had like a little Community around us But it was like changing it, I, I obviously just got here So I didn't really have Any friends Or that many um, I think pretty much How it, it stemmed There was like Five friends from the cafe Yeah There was a community Forming at the cafe Which was cool And I think that was like Just to touch on quickly Like I'd been working away Other than living in London And stuff For like the last For like a decade Like FIFA And mining and stuff And like my quality of life Was shit And coming back My quality of like And getting the cafe Like my quality of life Was coming so much better and we started to experience this community mm. so that was like the beginnings of like whether we knew it or not like a community and then they were coming to the dips but it yeah. was yeah like five six people the first one or yeah. b- the before it was yeah just like a small crew yeah. and then the first dip i remember we went to a run club on the tuesday night and oh, then yeah. and we just like we had it the instagram post or whatever announcing that cold nips first dips happening there was like three followers or whatever no one on it and um, we just told everyone at the run club, like, we're doing a dip tomorrow, like, Cold Nips is happening. And, I don't know, 10 of them came. So we had 16 people at the first Cold Nips. Um, oddly, not like, some of them are, like, our really close friends now. And, like, Luke being, like, a huge, yep. you know, everyone knows Luke in Perth. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he was there at the first one, too. Um, 
and then yeah that's kind of where it all kicked off and there it just started doubling every week um without the the, the idea of it was so simple it was so naive it was just like let's let's start a dip club <laughs> sick we'll, we'll continue to dive into it but just quickly for the listeners that don't know what cold nips is can you give us a quick rundown uh it's a community movement uh that gets people up at sunrise every wednesday and runs into the ocean and it's a place for like genuine connection um chasing a bit of discomfort being out in nature and yeah it can add meaning and a lot of joy to your life mm. that, so, and it's always a different beach each week yeah and um yeah i'm stoked to say that i've like for the last couple of years i've been to quite a few um but even now we've got Carla, like one of the girls that we work with in the office here, she was saying that uh, I think she was like, "What?" That's the thing with that coordinates. It's been around long enough that you have those people can, that can say, "Oh, I was an OG." Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so then, like Carla, Carla says that, and now she's like, maybe doesn't go as much because it's so big now. Mm. So she goes like when it's up in Scarbs and stuff. It's close to her, but um, yeah, just to see like where it's gone from like where it first started because I think even for us it's like well doing Switched On like through Happiness Co like we're I think well it's coming almost to the year really um, since we, like the idea first came about and just like sort of like seeing like the like just the baby steps you sort of take um, before something like grows um, yeah something that just like we're, we know that we're going to be consistent with but were you guys the same like knowing that in the early stages like you're getting like a few people um, come along and just like keeping it going. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it it grew like super rapidly, and we were like so within ten weeks, um, doing a dip every day. I mean, dip every week. Sorry, there was like two hundred and fifty people there, <laughs> and we were just like, we're like, what the hell? Yeah, is it, going it, on? it was. It caught us so off guard. Um, yeah. And weirdly enough, we wanted to. We always said that we wanted to like get better at public speaking. And talking to, in front of people and then like within 10 weeks we had that but we were so not ready um but in a beautiful way yeah looking back now and talking about like you know our, our upbringing and that it it, it kind of makes sense too as to leading us to what happened mm. um but yeah it's been a journey so it's been this is our fifth season um and we've dipped in the summer so from october to april extended summer um every wednesday for the last four years mm. um and then yeah it's it's obviously it's it it's been a beautiful journey and commitment to to, mm. to get to where it is to where people can say that they're ogs yeah. and like each season is different too like amazing people come in like people go like some people move on and go about their lives they come and they they get what they want out of it or for some they don't connect in it it's it's been like it's such a journey mm. in it in the most beautiful way Absolutely. Um, have you guys had a favourite dip so far? It's probably, it's probably a hard one to choose. It's probably just like saying, oh, who's your favourite child? But like. <laughs> no, my favourite dip is Christmas. We always dip on Christmas morning at Brighton Beach. Which yeah. Christmas? Um, they're all, it's just like, yeah, I guess one dip out of all of them. I'm not sure, hey. Yeah. Mm. Mine, mine's um, the first Christmas. Yeah. So 2019 mm. Christmas um, for me, it was special because it was the first time, other than when I was traveling, that I was away from, I was in Australia and I was away from my family. And um, yeah, we just made the decision. We're like, because we move the dip from the Wednesday to Christmas morning every year. Um, and everyone who, well, everyone can come down, but the people that maybe don't have a family like I didn't uh, are all there and celebrating together. And it was, I remember like saying in front of everyone, like, and like being, 
was pretty like moved by it, like maybe a bit emotional. I was just like, yeah, this is a time when I'd love to be with my family, but I feel like I've got like a different kind of family in front of me. And that was, yeah, that was a real special one. Mm. That would have been pretty close to heart, eh? Like, yeah, yeah, it really, yeah, it really was. And yeah, like some of the, some of the people are still a part of the community and they're all like still friends. Um, but yeah, it's just to look back kind of like, and Carla was there. Mm. Um, you, no, no, never forget that. That really like left an imprint. You can really tell by like you talking about it, the smile, the glow. Yeah. Like when you both, when you both are talking about the start of Cold Nips and, and every time you've mentioned it, like you can just see the passion. Mm. Like you know, you can really see it on someone's face. So to me, that's like people have like I guess passion projects and and that sort of stuff. But when you're sitting here across from you, and you guys talking about it, it's it's more than that. And I want to I guess touch on it's become more than just a Wednesday dip. So like what is it now like all the programs there's men's retreats there's you know all these events that you're creating mm. what why did you want to just make it more than just a dip eventually i guess it comes back to like us so that dip uh, at the 10 week dip when 250 people came we were like what's we were like what is happening so we kind of like reverse engineered it and we realized that like people are seeking community like and connection like deeply the same like way we were and outside of like your typical like pub bar scene um more of like a wholesome space to connect with people um they want to share some discomfort together they want to be out in nature they want they need more meaning in their life um and more joy and then so from there any way that we can we've like orientated what we can offer um towards those things and those alternative ways of living that i was talking about before um yeah, in any way that we can. And I guess we want, like Cold Nips has been a super, has been a passion project, but also we want it to be like a, like sustainable for us as well. Um, and to, to grow it, we see so much opportunity with it and how it can impact people. So we're like, okay, cool. Like what else can we do? And I guess that also comes from our personal, our personal lives. Like we've both experienced some incredible moments, like being on retreats, going to like one day, half day sessions um, and events. So we want to do the same thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's formed and it is like, a, it's a part of our life now. And when you do something for so long, it is, but then even more so like touching on, as Ryan said, like we, we found the five, he named the five values that exist, um, that we found in just the experience of going down to a Wednesday morning. So it's like, we always say it's as, and these are your words, Ryan, like to, it can be as simple as dip, nip, sip, which mm-hmm. is basically just rock up, get in the water, get a bit cold and then connect over coffee or it can mean so much more yeah which is like yeah it comes into it can be like a life a lifestyle um focusing on those values of connection meaning discomfort connection and joy if you embody those things you can live a pretty good life Mm. i can vouch for that like even like from the ones that i've been to like getting up early going to the wednesday dip and just like shit man it's already it's only like seven o'clock i haven't yeah. started the day i've like done all this and you just go about it and then you end up like towards the end of the day it's like fuck yeah today was a good day you know yeah and yeah. um and we've actually been lucky enough i think it was at the start of this year early this year we guys like we were able to do like a little collab dip with you guys which was which yeah. was really cool um yeah we went to i think floriot floriot yeah. yeah and um yeah jules did like Jules did what he does. Just got up there, inspires people. Did a quick chat, and then Braden got up there, <laughs> got it for, got up there for like two minutes. Um, went and had a quick dip, but yeah. So yeah, we're 
still very grateful for that. Thanks for that opportunity. Mm. Um, but yeah, you guys do a few other like little collabs and um, that with other little groups as well. Hey, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, and they're getting more and more. Hey, mm. um, you probably have people asking all the time. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we made it real. Um, like we made a choice really early on that. Um, because a lot of people hit us up. We don't want to like. We don't want to be a promotional business to a degree. We we want to work with people that are in businesses and and so forth that align with what we do, which is which our mission, and that's just basically promoting like positive mental health mm. and understanding, so people can live a, in a better life. Um, so we love connecting and working with people, just making sure that it's all aligned. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's heading into a heap of new pursuits that we're going to be unlocking this this mm. summer. And yeah, like you got heaps of plans for the future that we're excited for. <laughs> can you, can you, <laughs> any, any big breaking news on Switched On podcast you can drop or if probably you not? Would, do you want to drop your um, epiphany? <laughs> <laughs> so I was driving to Geraldton this week. Uh, we started a cold nips up there. Yep. Um, yeah, Darby up there is a legend. He's, he's running the show. And I had five hours to myself and driving along. And, I'm, and we've spoken about this loosely, but. Yep. I just kind of saw, I'm like, it has to happen next year as a Cold Nips national tour and going all around Australia. Nice. Like, um, yeah, I mean, what, what came to my mind is like raising a million dollars inspired by Ned, <laughs> raising a million dollars, doing a hundred dips, a hundred days, um, and then dipping a hundred thousand people in Australia. Nice. So we hundred days in a row? Yeah, I want to do that. We're 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 <laughs> we're so going back and forth. It literally be like a dip, drive, dip, stay overnight, dip, drive, which would be crazy. Um, I was like, maybe we can do like less dips. <laughs> yeah, we'll find a middle ground up. Yeah, I like that though. Hundred. That's 100, an amazing like, yeah. vision. Mm. Yeah, well, and I think Epiphany, honestly, like raise money for mental health and, and and huge awareness. And the idea is, yeah, like the impact physically through getting people to attend, and then financially raising money and just just the like awareness it would grow and yeah. like get on yeah just spread it everywhere because we've seen the impact it's had in perth um people have felt it and the um like a huge driving force for us is seeing like seeing the happiness that's on people's faces even like we do the connection exercise every wednesday where we get people to go find someone they don't know and mm. give them a hug yeah um and usually prompt them with a question like the state of the, what they are before that to afterwards there's there's smiles there's there's like just joy amongst everyone and like connectedness well it's i can even say to that like two of my mates hadn't known each other previously until like they randomly i think in that exercise you just mentioned um introduced each other gave a hug asked a question then are becoming great mates moved in with each other yeah. and then and now our like circles are just like connected now i'm living with ash who I met through Mel. So yeah, right. Uh, wow. Cheers, lads. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wild. Like yeah, some of the stories that we've heard and like that story as well. And just seeing like these friend groups uh, form and people find their best friends. It's like yeah, it's almost surreal. You know, um, it's hard to like comprehend the yeah. like gravity of it all. Yeah, and like I said, that's the big driving force is is mm. seeing firsthand those that that impact. And then yeah, I guess that tour would be to like really spread it well and it's already growing right because you, you've got um gold coast is yeah. and then you got jero like how's that started over there has it gone like it's been amazing yeah. yeah it was really cool i moved over uh a year and a half ago 
and with the intention, like other work took me over there, but then also we'd been talking about going over east for a, for a few years. So it all just lined up. And yeah, there's an amazing community led by like um, four amazing people. Um, and yeah, it's basically all the, the cold nips, like values and simplicity and that it's, it's existing and running over there now. So do awesome. you, do you pretty much control that as well? So like, it's like, you got to sort of do what we do here and, or do you sort of give them a bit of their own reins, if that makes sense? Both. Yeah, both. both. But there's a big, there's a big level of input. Um, and, and I was living over there, so I was yeah. Yeah, like, the reins. Yeah, directing. And then Geordie, who's over there, he's from Perth. Um, and he, we connected through cold nips here. Um, yeah, he's now a best mate of mine and we lived together as well. So we kind of like replicated our experience, yeah. which was magic. Um, we moved in together, started Cold Nips and, and then another guy from Mitch from Perth, he moved over. Um, and those two plus, um, another two, two girls in the community are, yeah, running it. And yeah, there it's Geordie and I kind of like bounce between like, um, how much effort we put in, I guess. Yeah. To the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to start that, like you've got. We already got little locations you can go on this tour. Yep. And then yep. I guess I reckon the hardest one could be Melbourne because it's so cold over there. But <laughs> yeah, time that right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dead or winter. Let's but that just <laughs> that just proves from you know sixteen people to like well I don't know how many the average. Well, you reflect get. on the one that you had yesterday. I think I saw it yeah. on Insta. It was like your biggest dip. Yeah, on the, on the, first, on the first. Yeah, it was probably like six, seven hundred people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, four hundred for the yoga before the dip 400 for the yoga oh my yeah. lord can confirm that because it's easy to count um, <laughs> but the big group not sure like maybe another 300 people came mm. then just to dip afterwards so wow. yeah 700 loosely <laughs> i really wanted to come but then end up closing a bit later than we should have at gauge so yeah yeah oh, <laughs> got to bed next week 2am <laughs> that's fair bro yeah. it's just like people come for a yoga but people are literally going there to Jump in the water. Some people might just jump in the water for two minutes. Yeah, literally. literally. And then they they might not stay for coffee. They might not do anything. Like they might just literally go home or go to work. Like, bro, you, you guys, how does it's just so powerful? And I just don't know. You probably do understand it, but I just want to like say how impactful that that really is. And I know from we talked about an experience. One of my mates was really struggling, and he 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 went with his missus. They started to go. Um, this is like in the previous life. I think we might have been his second or third year in, and he's like started going down, and he's like, mate, like you could just see him change. And I was like, what's going on? Like, what's going on, man? He goes, man, like every Wednesday I'm going down here, but then it it, it flowed onto it was the effect that he started to do it, and he ended up doing it for 15 days in a row. Yeah, well, and he reckons that it it literally. He goes, mate, it just. I don't know what it is. Like I went there for two minutes, the first like three or four dips that he went with with you guys, and like I just a two minute dip can just change your your perspective and your whole life. Like I just think it's it's crazy that from where it started to what it's doing, but the impact that it's actually really having on the community is mm -hmm. what's really powerful. Yeah, it's like yeah, it blows us away. Like, and it isn't. It's crazy. And I think there's something beautiful in what you're saying. Is like it's just small acts mm. that 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 like stack up and build up that can like change your life. And in anything you do, like if you're learning a new hobby or anything like that. And it's interesting to hear you talk about what you said. I said at the start, which was like it's as simple as dip, nip, sip. Like you can get out of it what you want. And I guess that's the beauty of the dips. Is like people come 
and there's no like forcing of like self-development or like mental health like maybe more not forcing maybe we touch on it more now but there was very much just like just come have fun like maybe yeah, you'll feel feel something. the feel the vibe like <clears throat> yeah we kind of make a bit of an effort to set the like vibe of the place which mm. is it happened it's and it's due to like all the people that come basically um and then to us of just like showing up as yourself and showing up as like yeah your best self and being open and like hugging every we try and like hug everyone that we not everyone that we see because we see a lot <laughs> but yeah. all our friends we or even you people hugs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um and just from the very beginning coming across as that like open um mm. yeah kind like kindness and leading with kindness yeah that. 100%. And even that aspect of like getting these people to come and then that aspect of seeking discomfort, like yeah. we talk a lot about that, but not only are you making these people like keen to come early, like not like, wake up earlier than that normally than, normally than they would. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one aspect of discomfort, getting cold, another one. Um, but they're having such a good time yeah. doing it. And I think that's where you've, sort of just grasp the idea of, oh, it might seem cliche, but like making mental health cool again. Mm. Like I think we talked about it with Lockie at 20 Talk and a few other crew, like maybe like the boys that speak and share, like just making mental health cool again. Yeah. Fully, man. Yeah. yeah. I think <clears throat> I've got a bit of a gripe with that. Like a lot of like mental health things, to be honest, just cheesy. And like, I feel like they don't appeal and they're not accessible. Yeah. And I think, yeah, like 20 Talk do an incredible job. Like everybody here is doing an incredible job. And I think we were able to, 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 to grasp that. Um, because there'll be a bunch of people that don't want to come. Or like, the like, and if it's easily accessible and if it's just a small amount of time, like your friend, then they might come and they'll be like, oh, actually, like that was cool. And maybe it, it will have this knock-on effect. Um, and I think going back to what you asked before, like what we what we want to offer more, um, and what I know that I'm personally interested in, and I know you are as well, is like the more in-depth stuff. And so, yeah, that's like, yeah, the retreats and like the sessions where you can go like way more in-depth for people who are, who are keen and want to. Um, and you can see like real change. Yeah, it's been a, 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 it naturally occurred, but then like a communicated strategy, I guess, if you want to call it that, but just to like make, make it appeal to as many people as possible. So we can be that gateway into experiencing, yeah, something that they maybe don't like the setting an alarm early and getting up early. So many people haven't gone for a dip in the ocean at sunrise because it's too early, too cold. Yeah, but they're missing out. Like some of the moments, like you're in in the water, you can see the sunrise, and it's like this is bloody beautiful. It's eh? insane. Yeah. yeah. Can, can you touch on the, um, I guess the retreats, and then you've got the. Um, the, the, like literally just chili willies. Yeah. Can you touch on both of those and the, and the more in-depth stuff and, and then what chili willies is as well? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess like the sessions relating to like cold nips and stuff, we take like, again, our values and elements like the cold water. So we're doing like ice baths and breath work, always mixed in with like connection and joy. And it's more intimate and there's a longer amount of time. So people have a greater opportunity to, um, I guess, experience more of themselves connected more like them experience yeah more connection to themselves to other people to whatever is going on um we want to do like nature sessions like we've done or we've got some sessions coming up 
with some people who have got like simple practices to like have a look at your life. So we'd call them like meaning sessions, basically. Um, there'd be like a bit of psychology in there um, and just some activities for people to like take a real like snapshot of their life and see like where they can improve or like, yeah, where they're going um, and be more intentional, more purposeful. With Chili Willies, um, that's really come from like a journey for myself of like what it means to be a man and um, and a male in this culture, um, which I think is like, yeah, confusing to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, my own struggles and battles with it. And yeah, and then that's what led me to want to create the community. Um, I f it felt like a natural progression. And again, going back to that, like you teach what you want, what you need to learn the most. Um, and I was like, I don't, I was just like, okay, I, need, I, feel like, I feel like I need to do this and then, and doing it. And then from there is like, yeah, I'm like learning so much more about that and like male connection, male community. Um, yeah. And what it does mean to be a male in this, in this culture, in this society today. And then, yeah, being deeply inspired by like going to other retreats and again, just had this opportunity, met this lady who owns a retreat space, met a guy who's been in men's work for a long time and was just like, let's do it. And yeah, we've done two and we've got our third one coming up in January. And Gian's been... It's been profound. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Like such a... The first one was such an incredible journey for us. Huge. Yeah. Um, as as much as... And, and Ryan's more the facilitator on it. I was more behind the scenes and content. Um, yeah, we both went on like such a journey, mm. which was which we need, which was yeah. needed. It was incredible, and then to see um, the 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 men that were there too, their transformation, um, and the love that existed at the end of the retreat. It's and then the second one again, like mind yeah. blowing. Really, really, um, yeah, like rewarding and humbling and incredible. Mm. Uh, you guys should be so proud of just what you guys have been able to achieve and like the direction you guys are going. Um, I'm excited to come to the one tomorrow morning. That'll yeah, be man. a little cool one. Um, and the ones that are going forward. Um, are you coming tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah? You going to be there? Yeah, I've already locked in, mate. Bloody oath. Good. You, you're behind the times, mate. <laughs> no, I'm not. Mate. Um, I want to – I just find um, the aspect of men, and you talked about that, yeah. Has that grown? So it's it's every what is it fortnightly on yep. Sundays? Yeah, fortnightly on Sunday. Yeah, four forty five, five forty five. Sorry, yep. has that grown over time as well? For sure. Yeah, and, and it's not just like blokes our age. It's men. It's youth. It's mm -hmm. yeah. It varies a lot. Like there's some more like middle aged men, mm -hmm. even uh, kids. Yeah, and like even fathers bring their kids. Yep. Yeah, yep. Um, it's it's definitely grown. Um, and it, but it's much more intimate, which has been incredible and not necessarily like it's grown in following and numbers, um, and awareness, but like grown in, I guess what's been offered and, and being able to see what is needed. Um, and, and it's, it's, yeah. The knock on effect has been beautiful. Like to see, even from the retreat, like the guys then like in community or down at cold nips or even at like, you know, other events, um, they've carried like who they are. And it's the same as cold nips. They've mm. carried that into their normal lives and then that impacts other people. Um, i got a real cool story that I kind of is on that topic. Please. Um, 
it was we did Groundswell Festival where we run like a wellness program over uh, at the start of October, and um, Maddie, who came on the last retreat, he he was there and we ran a breathwork and ice bath session. So we did like an hour of well, it was twenty minutes of breathing, connection and breathing, um, and it, and it was it was yeah twenty minutes of breathing could could have been a pretty intense session. And some guy like some of the people there went through a bit of a like transformation, and it was incredible. And um, there was a there was a guy at the front who had a bit of an emotional release. So, um, he was, yeah, he was he was crying there, and Maddie was sitting next to him, and he just like walked over and put his arm around him, and just was there supporting him, and that was beautiful to see. But then afterwards, what really hit was um, a couple females in the group came up to Ryan and I after and like thanked us for the session. But then they said, um, I was so blown away to see two things: like one, a guy showing his emotion in a public space, but then to see another man supporting him and like showing him affection and support. And it, that to me was just like, that's the knock on effect. Yeah. Mm. And it, it, yeah, it really stuck with me. And that's what the world needs more of. Cause I know like in male mental health, yeah, like a lot of us hide or like we, we bury our emotions and what we're going through and like trying to create a space where it's okay to not do that and to just yeah, be yourself and express yourself. That's like, that's the, that's a big part of it mm. to me. Yeah. Love that. So, I guess that sort of flows into the event that's that's happening, the Movember event, and mm. and that. So, do you want to touch on on that and and how that sort of come about and why you're doing it? For sure, yeah. I think again, it's just an eventuation of like offerings that wanna 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 have from the dip. You know, again, like more in depth. So tomorrow is like a half day event. It's like four hours. It's gonna be a workout. It's gonna be ice baths and then a men's circle. Um, I think it's important for men to be physical like and to, to, to work out and like get a sweat on. Um, we have like a performance enhancing drug consistently pumping in through our bodies, which is testosterone. Yeah. And like we need to we need to like let that out. I also think um, a really important value of for men is like uh, virality and like vitality. You know, not to like necessarily look good. Obviously I think that's a great knock on effect, but in my case, like I've got a baby on the way and like I want to be able to like pick my kid up, pick the washing up and still be able to look after my, my partner and all that stuff, you know, until I'm very, very old. Um, and so there's that element of it. I think also like gassing yourself and going through a workout um, with a bunch of other other boys is uh, a really beautiful way to connect. Um, the ice baths are fun. People, you know, uh, you get a bit of post um, gassing recovery and people can challenge themselves. Um, and then, yeah, an opportunity at the end to like go into a men's circle. And we were speaking about the magic before of a men's circle. I think it's an incredible opportunity to learn to speak straight from the heart and like get to the, really the point of like what's going on in your life, good or bad. And then also to, as you said before, actively listen to other people, um, which can be really hard, especially if men are going on tangents and stuff like that, which they like to do to dance around what's going on. Um, but just to get perspective, because we all go through the same thing or we're going to go through the same thing. Or you can be thinking like, man, my life is like, there's so much shit going on. And then you hear someone else talking, and you're like, holy shit, like <laughs> it's nothing mm, compared to yeah, what that yeah. is going on. You yeah. Know? Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I genuinely like enjoy it. Like, and it's fun. Uh, and I'm so curious and passionate about like men's health uh, because I'm a male. And again, it comes back to that like deep curiosity and the journey that I've been on, 
which I'm still very much on. And so anything that I can do in that space, um, I'm keen to do. Yeah, so. 100%. Also touching, congratulations too. Yeah, Baby on the way. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's huge, man. It's, um, yeah, a whole other chapter. Talk about wanting to be like, <laughs> be a man. That's <laughs> a real opportunity, hey. So, um, yeah, even in that, in that in itself, I'll just say like, share the share story is um i had a huge intuition it was going to be a boy and it, i found out that it was and for me it was super affirming um but it was also like this huge wave of responsibility and i was like because i've never had a good male role model um i have an older brother and a, and a father and they've been in and out of my life and they've never been in ways they have obviously they've taught me how not to be and I still see the greatness in them as well I've come to that like and integrated that as well but not in the way that I want to show up as a father um and so I was like this is my you know this is what I've been talking about in my mind like maybe with other people is like my opportunity to correct that pattern um so it was huge it was, it was massive but very affirming and feels like I'm exactly where I'm meant to be that's awesome mate. Right? yeah it's gonna be a big journey. Yeah, bro, massive. Yeah, you have to start like a little baby cold nip sort of like <laughs> set up like in, a, in like a little pool or yeah. I don't know some. Yeah, bro, it'll be jumping in the ice as soon as yeah. <laughs> Parent nips. Yeah, yeah. literally. That, that could be a thing. Literally, yeah. like create a little. So you got your mum's group. It's like dad's yeah, group literally. with the babies. Well, yeah, I think there's other men's groups that encourage. Um, so it's only guys like men that can come down, but they can bring their kids like no matter what they are yeah which is cool to see us uh, to see that because we i don't know like for me i starting to see like we don't have many good male role models um and that's why you see like the rise of like andrew tate and people yeah. i'm fond of like jordan peterson and, and joe rogan and stuff because they're like these surrogate fathers that we've maybe not had mm. so yeah 100 i don't mean to cut the conversation short yeah um but for the last Aaron, eight minutes. It's been nothing short of like inspiring. Yep. Um, so thank you for coming in this morning um, and just sharing your stories, saying, sharing so much about cold nips. Um, to listeners that might not have been yet, take the leap. You're missing, <laughs> you're missing out. Um, you guys will love it. And then, yeah, well, I'm, good luck for future endeavors. That idea about like going around Australia doing the hundred dips happening. That's happening. Yes. Hope that hope that comes to fruition. Um, but yeah, I mean, if there's anything you guys else want to say before we finish up, please share. Um, I'll, I'll just say thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, yeah, just personally, like for us to be able to delve back into that whole story, it actually it means a lot, and to to hear everything you guys shared. Um, yeah, thank you. Super grateful. Yeah, I would second that. It's so nice to have an opportunity to connect with you two on a deeper level and have an opportunity to, yeah, talk, tell mm. our story. Um, I'd actually, I'd actually really love to hear off. your both stories, but I think that's for another time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I don't know, I do want to say one thing to, I like, guess, whoever might be listening is um, just give it a go. Like, it just And listen to, the, to like, the small voices in the back of your mind that, like that call to you to do something bigger in life. Love yeah. that. Beautiful. I want to I want to flip it, boys. I've Tom I've just said it earlier, man. I've just been sitting here like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> like, like I could I'm flat that he's cut it off cuz I could keep talking for so long cuz I want to dive into the spiritual journey, your growth, mm. 
that the whole three years of travel, like maybe a potty part two. Literally, like we could do a whole two. yeah, a whole another thing. And but you say your growth would be on here, like for us to firstly used to have us um, at the the event this year was like you know amazing because you could have said no because you have so many. So that's very privileged for us to have you guys come in the podcast, share your story, and open up is also like a privilege and very grateful for that but it's been inspiring just sitting here like two guys that literally met in a um hostel like sort of like i've just been reflecting on myself and tom during this and yeah i've caught myself like i reckon 10 to 15 times like imagine what we can build together <laughs> and like just all that and just seeing this and what we can grow together no i don't know it's just been um you are yeah, it's yeah, just you been guys awesome, are, man. You're doing like, it, yeah, and you're like doing it. exactly what Ryan said, um, listen to the voice and just go for it. Like you, we can all achieve anything. It's exciting. We should um, let's get you at another dip this summer. Come and chat. Yes, that'd and, be sick. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. You got one more question, don't you? I do. So, who is someone in the last week that you're very grateful for? That's either done something for you, helped you out, or just in general, you just you know very grateful for for them in your life at the moment um two people the person sitting next to me um uh, and my partner um i count my lucky stars but she's my partner yeah damn i got the exact same answer <laughs> <laughs> um yeah whenever like yeah ryan and i like have our our moment together and like we connect it's i'm super grateful for it it's really really um, massive and then yeah my my partner too <laughs> she's a huge rock and supports me through everything so grateful of her too beautiful you are you mate i'm gonna go my good mate uh lucky welsh i think i've mentioned him a couple times in the pod now but um he's going through a pretty rough patch and just the, the way that he's been able to open up to me and, and share what he's going through um just like here's my here's my brother i've known him for a long very long time now so um yeah, I've been there for him, and yeah, he's he's always there for me. So just be able to be able to hold that space for him. I'm grateful for him. You, you mate. Oh, yeah. Like man. this last um last week, it's been the the I don't know. Just I felt like our connection, and then just seeing this, like being in this like last hour, man. I'm just like I'm really grateful to have you doing switched on by my side, being a mate, and um yeah um. I could keep going. I'm, I'm just, I'm really in tune at the moment. I'm just Cheers, like, bro. Yeah. So you, my man. <laughs> epic, epic. Um, to listeners, check out the show notes. We'll have all Cole Nips, website, Instagram, Chili Willies. Any other, any other links? Any other links where we can reach you? Unless they want to check out personal ones. Personal now. ones, yeah. <laughs> I'll put that one there as yeah. well. Um, but yeah, once again, lads, thank you so much. Um, came for the, for the, what's left of summer well it's only really just started but like yeah. the summer dips yeah yeah bloody oath for listeners hope you've enjoyed this episode once again and um yeah we'll catch you in the next one you thanks guys you my friend have just made it to the end of another switched on podcast thank you very very much if you enjoyed the episode it would be a massive help if you could follow the channel rate five stars of course please tap the notification bell share with friends and family or you could do them all if you want to get in touch to suggest some feedback, suggest a guest, or even advertise your brand, reach out to our Instagram DM. And also be sure to check out our website for more information, resources, and updates for what we've got coming up. Thanks once again. Stay switched on.